We are Soul Sisters. Walk alongside us as we take you through this journey of sisterhood. Join me, Jenna Urban. And me, Tara Machaco, as we walk in each other's shoes and explore our very different lives. Grab your soul sister to listen and laugh as we share stories of family, work, and small personal disasters. We're not perfect, but nobody is. Hello, we are on episode number five of the podcast. Can't believe it. Awesome. I know, five episodes in. This has been so exciting, and the feedback that we've been getting is awesome at how people can relate to the things that we've been talking about and how it brings back a lot of childhood memories for for everyone, and especially those, those that are close to us. And I think that it's giving people a good picture of who we are for those that don't know us and people that do know us. It's giving them something to relate to, like kind of knowing our personalities and where we've been and where we are right now in our lives. Definitely. And I think some things that we talk about are probably surprising to people. Uh, they may they may not have, have known, you know, something different interests and things like that that we've had and things that we've done growing up. So it's been really fun. And, and hopefully people are not only getting a sense of who we are, but hopefully they're getting something out of it and that, that we continue to kind of move that way with our with our podcast. It's right. So and, and we got a lot of feedback on the post that we put on Facebook with our picture in Umbro. So going into our fashion episode, <laughs> uh, so many people commented about us wearing our Umbro shorts, which I recently seen at Target. And mm-hmm. almost bought a pair to kind of wear around the house or wear around for the summer. But that was a really funny picture, especially us playing tennis because we're both, yeah. neither of us play tennis. I mean, I coach tennis now, but we, we didn't really grow up playing tennis every day. So that was a funny picture. No, no I think we actually like the, the extent of our tennis was like we would hit the tennis right, the ball off the garage. Right. And I think one of us might have broken a window at one point. Um, but those umbros really were, were a big hit. And honestly, they were the most comfortable shorts, I think. And we probably had them in every color. Right. And like I said, I saw a pair and I, I should have bought it when I saw it because those are something that I probably would wear, um, even today because they were so comfortable, but obviously going to school as a teacher, my fashion is, I'm not able to, I wish that I went for a phys ed teacher at times. Cause I'm like, Oh, if I could wear, you know, sweatpants and sneakers every day, mm-hmm. I would be so comfortable. But I kind mm-hmm. of, um, when it comes to fashion, I am like the typical teacher, like, uh, khaki pants and t-shirt with the cardigan. And <laughs> I just kind of play the role of the, what you think a teacher would look like. And then I come home and I can't wait to put my sweatpants on and sneakers. Yeah, it's um, it's an interesting uh, idea about the, the phys ed teacher because you're probably a little bit jealous of me because I do get to go to work like that. I know. Day. I know. I love. <laughs> but on the flip side, for your games, you do have to dress up. So you do have to it kind of have a closet full of different dressy clothes. And then you have your oh. closet full of sneakers for practice. Can we just talk about how, yeah, like, I'm so jealous of, of males in that sense because they could buy one suit and buy multiple different shirts and ties and they could dress like that every every game and nobody and I right nobody knows nobody would nobody would question it nobody would say one word it would be like oh i love that suit because they wore a different shirt and tie and i literally before every game go through about 15 outfits before the game because 
you not only want to look good because all eyes are on you, you want to feel confident because if you're not feeling confident, you can't do your job to your best of your ability. Right. Especially like, for you. Like, like if you're bending down during a game oh. and you're thinking, oh gosh, are my underwear showing with everybody behind me looking at me? I mean, I only have like <laughs> young kids looking at me. So if I have something going, something wrong at school, it's like, oh, whatever. They won't even remember tomorrow. But yeah, you're right. You do have all eyes on you. You, you do. And you have to like, uh, like, honestly, I always preach to my players, like if you look good, you feel good, you play good. So that's like the same thing as a coach. If you look good, you feel good about yourself. You feel confident in what you're doing and, and you go out there and you put your best self forward instead of being, you know, self-conscious about are your underwear showing when you bend over. Right. Exactly. But, and you're right. Like there are days that I'm like, oh, if I, I just have to pull my hair up and, mm-hmm. and you do, if you put on a little makeup or, or um, put on a new outfit or something feeling more confident but I think for both of us as as I said before with where being confident or being most confident with our sneakers on as former oh, athletes yeah. um I remember going back to high school and even grade school like oh having to dress up for school like I couldn't wait to come home and put my play clothes on but yet when I put my uniform on on the basketball court I just felt mm-hmm. at home like I was so comfortable mm-hmm. in that uniform and so confident um I don't know if it was you know just because it was I was on the court but always mm-hmm. like lacing up my sneakers as opposed to putting on flat shoes I used to hate having to get dressed up before the games yeah oh yeah I hate I hated that part too so now I have my players in like travel suits and sneakers before the game. So because I know I lived through that and didn't like that. Right, that would make sense. Like I even mm-hmm. say now, like for a teacher, all the kids have uniform policy. I'm like, if we had a uniform policy as a teacher that I could wear khakis with sneakers mm-hmm. and like a a school shirt every day, like I would totally wear it. I would be an like I'm I'm an awesome teacher now, but I would be so much mm-hmm. better if I could wear sneakers to school every day. So what is, what's the policy with teachers? Do you get like one day a month or so, or is it Fridays? Like you get one dress down day? They do kind of like dress down days sporadically throughout the year for the kids as well. But I could see like, sometimes it's really painful to see little girls, Mm -hmm. like how uncomfortable they are if they have to wear a skirt. Like I know going back to like Mm -hmm. Molly, Molly doesn't like to wear skirts. So, you know, Mm -hmm. she's always wearing kind of khaki pants and to follow the, the uniform policy. But again, if she was able to wear something more comfortable, she would be more confident mm-hmm. throughout yeah. the day. And that would help. That would help them like later on as they as they go through life. Because I'll be honest, I still I still to this day will not wear short shorts. I refuse to put short shorts on. Right. And even when I come into work in the summer, like it could be 85 degrees outside, and I'm still. I'm still like not very confident putting shorts on. Well, let's talk about and, the shorts first of all, because to wear short shorts, the only shorts that they sell are for teeny boppers. So if you yeah. are not a size zero or, you know, 13 years old and you want your butt hanging out of your shorts, I mean, your only option is to get boy shorts, really. And, mm-hmm. and then you're wearing, then you're walking around wearing boy shorts. Then you, yeah. And then everybody judges you and, look, and says you look like a man. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I when you're you can't win. when you go to buy shorts and there there's only half of the shorts there, because mm-hmm. even in high school, remember they used to have to be like three inches above your right, knee. Yeah. Like, oh, where are you getting shorts? Back in the day, what's that? Oh, I know the ruler. They oh my the god! Oh my I god! Know. Yeah, measure you. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, where yeah. like there's no place that you could even find 
No, shorts. let me tell you, I went shopping. I went shopping yesterday um, to look for jean shorts, mm-hmm. and you can't like you cannot buy jean shorts that are like even seven inch inseam. You can't find them. Right. Everything's a three inch inseam, like you just said. Showing like who's showing their butt cheeks off? Right. Especially at, when you're in your forties, you're going to wear shorts like that. Right. And so even then the only other option is is they're down like to your knees. And, and you're covering up your whole body. Right. So at that point, just wear capris. Right. <laughs> and, and then you look like a boy. Wear capris or look like a boy. Those are your two options. See, and thank goodness. This, but now the jean skirt is a totally oh, different story. I love the jean skirt. The jeans, I love the jean skirt. skirt. So for about <laughs> six years of my life, I think I wore maternity clothes. I loved my jean skirt was my go-to in-between kids. So um, that was something that I just recently parted with, but it was just it was just comfortable between that and the velour sweatsuits. Oh God! They were just my go-to's, and they just made me feel comfortable and confident. So I was home all the time with raising the kids, so I didn't really feel like I needed to get dressed up. But again, and it goes back to feeling confident. I I, mm-hmm. I walked around the house with a velour sweatsuit on. And didn't really feel like I was worth much, not because I wasn't getting dressed to go anywhere, but Mm -hmm. I think it was just kind of like those comfy clothes and just falling into a routine. You really did, though. I mean, you fell into the 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 velour suits. Everybody was buying them for you for Christmas. I know. Because you wore the same one all the time. (laughs) I know. So at this point, I'm like embarrassed to wear it to wear them um so I did actually part ways with those as well because I think oh. I know but I think it's because it reminded me of all of those years that like I was <laughs> seeking adult conversation and just with breast milk all over my velour sweatsuits and, and throw yeah. up and changing diapers it just reflects the time of my life that I was delirious I think <laughs> That's unfortunate. You're scarred for life, but you'll never wear a jean skirt or a velour suit. Or a velour suit. I know. The jean skirt I might go back to, but you guys just make fun of me all the time with the jean skirt. But I would totally well, rock the bathing rock suit a too. Skirt. And let's and we we could go on we could go on for for hours about bathing suits. But you had the one bathing suit too that you, you just wore for like the maternity bathing suit. I did. Maternity I d- bathing suit. I did. I rocked it too. But we joked, we joked too about um. It it took me a good. A good five or six years to actually put a bikini on because I was hiding. I was hiding a tattoo from everybody right. for all those years, and I can remember coming to Grant to the pool one day, taking off my shirt, and I think Linda actually said, "Wow, we, this is the first time I think I've ever seen Tara's stomach." Right, right, because you were uh-huh. thirty-five years old hiding a tattoo from your parents. Hiding a tattoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, that's funny. But yeah. I'll never forget the first. I never forget you were the the first time we were at the beach. And it was um I can I can't remember what summer it was, but you had you had stopped having kids and you you got yourself back in 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 shape and you're you're done having kids and you had your bikini on. I can remember taking the picture of you standing in the water. You were like so proud and so happy. To I know. Me, See again the confidence. Of that it was awesome. Right, right. The confidence mm-hmm. in, in what you're wearing, and mm-hmm. and I always I think of like female athletes. Um, you know what they have to go through, the struggles they have to go through, because obviously your body is constantly changing as you're mm-hmm. training, you know, and, and we constantly struggle with our weight at times because mm-hmm. you're building muscle and, you know, trying to get rid of fat and you're when you're in season, out of season. So you kind of fluctuate so much. And that's why we always laugh about our closets are full of like all different sizes. So we could mm-hmm. kind of go back and forth. And recently I just started getting rid of my bigger sizes because I feel like 
you know, if you put that out of your mind, like I'm not going to get back to that point. I'm confident mm-hmm. where I'm at now. I'm happy. I feel really good about myself and I don't want to get back to that point. So I don't want to have to go like dig through my closet for bigger sizes. If it yeah. happens and I have to buy bigger sizes, it'll be unfortunate, but I'll go out and mm-hmm. do it. That's a great point that you could get to in your life when you, when you start to, it's like very cleansing. You get rid of some of that stuff and get rid of the, the, the clothes and you, you always hang on to one thing, though, to, to kind of remind you of. You don't want to go back to that. Right. Constant reminder. But I think it's funny, too, because we're, we're so different, and not only in, like, our like how we have to dress for our careers, but, like, if we were going to – if both of us were going to say, hey, let's – we're going to head out tonight. We're going to go – we're going to go have a couple of drinks and watch a band. I think we're so different, too, when we get dressed to go do that stuff. Right, because I think you're, well, you're more comfortable, I think, wearing jeans and sneakers, whereas I kind of, mm-hmm. like, will throw my, well, the Toms, too, but yeah. I, I tend to, I would tend to get a little bit more dressed up. Yeah, like, I feel like I'm I'm just, I'm like a jeans and t-shirt type, type person when I when I head out, and that's what I feel most comfortable in, and, and I think, I think you have to get to the point in your life, too, where you're, you're just, you're like, there, people are going to judge you for whatever you do, or whatever you wear, or however you dress. And be confident with what you're wearing and just be comfortable. And, you know, that's the most important thing. Be comfortable. Right. Comfortable, especially going out. I know for me, most of the time, I don't get to dress up or dress as I want to because I'm Mm -hmm. either going to school or, you know, when I'm coaching the kids. So for me to get dressed up and and put a sundress on or a pair of capris Mm -hmm. and dress shoes and stuff like that, it kind of makes me feel a little special, you know, so it's different in that way. But coming down to the similarities though we both really are comfortable with our sneakers on and I think that (laughs) that you know goes back to the way that we grew up playing sports all Mm -hmm. the time and even the way that how we are both so involved with sports now I mean obviously your full-time career is as a college sports coach and mine on the flip end is I'm kind of coaching youth and teaching them um, kind of going back to the basics and teaching them the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, it's it's funny because we're both working in the same field in two mm-hmm. di- with two different age groups, but still trying to build mm-hmm. the confidence in these kids. Because, I mean, I see, yeah. you know, young girls like Molly, nine years old, and I'm trying to build their confidence. And then you're still struggling with that with mm-hmm. girls that are 18, 19, 20 years old because they go through so many different stages in their life. Or when they were mm-hmm. younger, they didn't build that confidence that that stuck with them, you know, like, yeah. like, like you were saying before about, you know, you want to get to the point that you're feeling comfortable because you know that you're, you, mm-hmm. you constantly feel like you're being judged. But, mm-hmm. you know, as women and female athletes, I feel like we need to get that. Like we can't worry about what other people say because it is all yeah. about how you're feeling. So if you're feeling confident, rocking a jean skirt or rocking, I guess, a velour sweatsuit yeah. or, yeah. or, you know, getting dressed up for your game. It's all about the mentality of feeling confident in what you're wearing and what you're doing at any, in any age. I mean, going from Definitely. again, the youth to 18, 19, 20, but to where we're at in our forties, just mm-hmm. being confident and not worrying about what other people are saying about us. It's, it's amazing that, that over the last couple of years, especially how, the college age students still have struggle with those confidence issues that, that and, and I think you bring up a great point. I think it, it stems from as they're, as they're growing up, you know, you're, 
nine years old? Are, are you confident what you're wearing? Do you see your parents being confident what they're doing? What what female athletes do you have to look up to that are confident in their, in what they're doing and, and comfortable in their own skin? And I think it's 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 incredible that the job that we have to do at both levels of helping instill that confidence in, in young women and young right. girls. It's that that's a job in itself. Right. Well, I think what it's what it's what's happening is the fact that they're picking role models that are not athletic. They're not female mm-hmm. athletes. A lot of these girls are growing up looking, scrolling through Instagram, and they're seeing mm-hmm. the perfect picture and the perfect body mm-hmm. and what, you, what you're yeah. supposed to look like. And, you know, those, some of those people are not athletes. So you have to take mm-hmm. into consideration the training and everything that your body is going through, what you're eating yeah. on a daily basis mm-hmm. to, because you're burning so many calories. So your body may not look like the perfect you know, body that you're seeing on Instagram. And I think that mm-hmm. is where the difference lies with those older girls. Like you're the girls on yeah. your team, you know, like they don't have, they might not have any female athletes that they, that they look up to. And they, mm-hmm. the, what they're looking at on social media, they're comparing themselves to, and then they're not feeling confident instead of just kind yeah. of like, you know, picking somebody, like you said, a female role model, or just kind of being confident in themselves instead of constantly comparing themselves to something that yeah. doesn't exist. And that's, that's part of our job too, as, as, as coaches, as teachers to help show them some of those, those females that are, that are successful and that have confidence and comfortable with within their own skin and that work hard at what they do and, and try and try and promote that. I think, I think like the WNBA for an example for in my sport and in my career has been great. They started putting more games on TV. I think there's a lot more female basketball players that my players can now look to and, and, and follow along on social media. And I think a lot of them do a great job of, of promoting, promoting women, female athletes and, and helping uh, instill confidence in, in themselves. And they see these women that, that are going out and are successful in, in, in what they do. And I think that's social media can be the devil, but it could also, it could also teach a lot um, and show, show a lot of uh, good, good people out there that are trying to do good things. Right, right. Right. And that that's where we come in, I think, like you said, as coaches to inspire our our girls to kind of Mm -hmm. look for the right role models. And, you know, the two of us, I think, are good role models for them Mm -hmm. as well, because of the fact that, you know, we are confident in what we do. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm constantly telling my kids like, you know, telling them different quotes from from female athletes or Mm -hmm. just kind of positive different ways to stay positive but it comes down to you know the mental game the mental strength and just kind of being confident and self-reflection so I think it's Mm -hmm. it's a struggle you know for anybody these days with social media but it's something that we're definitely going to try to bypass and and try to Mm -hmm. get the girls over so we we do have to keep encouraging all Mm -hmm. of those female athletes in in their lives and you're right you're seeing more of them on tv did you, I'm sorry. Oh, I just said you're right. You're seeing more of them on TV. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I that I think I've learned from my college experience as a player is uh, my college coach used to say this all the time: "Remember who you are and what you represent." Right. And I think it's so important. You're talking about us being role models. It's so important that we we portray ourselves exactly how we would want our players to be and our and our students to be and and show them that 
the right way to do things and and be confident in what we do, but also you know dress dress the part. Like you got to look clean. Like I'm as a basketball coach, and, and people say this to me all the time. Like I'm I tuck my shirts in all the time, and I think that's something right. that I was taught early on. Tuck your jersey in at practice. Like always be always be neat. Right. Because again, it goes back to how you how you 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 kind of kind of play and, and, and act the way you, you look. If you look good, you feel good. And, and I think that's something that I always preach to, to my team too, is, is you hope they not only learn from you in your words and your actions, but from your actions. Following, you right. Well, yeah, you. actions definitely speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. So even when you put your uniform on, we say all the time, mm-hmm. you are what you represent. You are representing your school. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you put that uniform on or whatever, wherever, if you're out and about, if you're on social media, I tell the kids all the mm-hmm. time, like if you're yeah. posting negative things on social media, like that's going to come back and people are, that's going to reflect mm-hmm. on your personality. So I'm loving mm-hmm. the direction that we're going with this. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited to continue the Soul Sisters podcast and continue in the direction of inspiring youth and kind of you know, talking more and about youth sports and the direction that they could go in college mm-hmm. and high school. Yeah, and, and start and and how how we kind of progress from youth sports to high school sports to college and and again just just inspiring young women to be to be confident, be comfortable in their skin, and 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 keep working towards their dreams and goals. Love it, I love it, and I love you. You know that actions speak louder than words, and and you are kind of what you wear and and feeling confident in what you wear on a daily basis. So, well, I'm excited to continue. And next time we are going to dig more into this youth sports and being confident or raising confident female athletes. So we would love to hear more from you. You could hit us up on Facebook at Soul Sisters Podcast. Thanks again for all the positive feedback and and we really would welcome any, any other anyone has if there's any topics or anything you you want us to cover um, we look forward to that sounds good